Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Good morning Russell. Morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say, Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day. We thank you for the powerful teaching last night. The eye opener, Lord, of the provisions that you have made for us. And you said, eye has not seen, ear has not heard. And then you show it to us and you speak it out into our hearts, Father. You reveal your words, your ways high above our ways to us. So that we then emerge out of working, walking in the flesh where we were not privy to, where we were ignorant of all that you have made available for us and kept for us. The treasures. And you open our eyes to see that truth. And you said that truth shall set you free. Jesus gave us a parable of the treasure hidden in the field which could just lay there and we would pass by it every day and still not see it. Until one day we actually started to dig further and deeper. We thank you, Lord, for this treasure in your word, the wisdom that you have kept for us, the keys for dominion, the principles for abundance. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you for today and all the good that you are pouring into our lives this day. Your word says this is the day the Lord has made. And it also says that you load us daily with your benefits. So there are benefits in this day as well. And you have placed us right in the middle of that day. Knowing that you have carved us on the palm of your hand, you will not forget us. We thank you, Lord in expectation and anticipation that when your word says you have plans to prosper us this day and not put us in harm's way, when you are for us, then nothing can stand against us and emerge successful. For we stand with the one and are backed with by the one that is victorious in all circumstances. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are sharing the secrets, the sources of that victory. For when your word says you are the express image of the Father, you are bringing us close to that image, that likeness. You are restoring us back to the original image of creation from Genesis 1.26, the image and likeness of the Father in which we were made. You came to show that, to give us a living example and to set out the template with which we can then conform. We thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing in our lives today. We thank you, Father. We cannot thank you enough for that infinite love that you have for us. The covenant that you made with our fathers in faith, unilaterally made it with no expectation in return. Abraham was not expected to do anything more. You just honored his faith. And even today you say to us the same thing. If you are willing to repent and turn away from your will, from all your wickedness, then express that faith in the name of Jesus, you will be saved. 
and the covenant of Abraham of abundance, that is the testimony of our lives this day, Father. When we experience your favor, we thank you, Lord. In the peace and joy that you pour into our hearts when we are in your presence, we share today with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and those that do not have anyone to pray for them and are suffering this day. We offer our faith, Lord, to stand in that gap. We share the peace and joy that you give us with all those that are Christians and yet do not personally know you. You are still that image that hangs on the cross, on the wall in that church that we go to every Sunday. And we share it with all those that do not want to know you, that have been beguiled, that have been told lies, those that have turned away from you, Lord. And we ask for a quickening in their spirit today, Jesus. And as we make our prayer today, we call on your name, remembering that everyone that calls on the name of Jesus shall not end up in shame. So we call on the name of our Father, our Maker, the one in whom is everything, the one who is ever faithful, the one who has loved us with an everlasting love, the one who would not stop short of giving us anything and everything. He bankrupted heaven for our sake and he even sacrificed the only son, his word, for our sake. That we might have atonement paid one cent for all. We might not have to continue with the ordinances of sacrifices for atonement every year as were prescribed in the Old Testament. He did it for us. He did it for me. We thank you, Father. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The Lamb of God, the one that was sacrificed for our sake, the one who taught us faith. faith. The sheep gate, the bridge to the Father, the way, the truth and the life. Our wisdom, our righteousness, our sanctification and our redemption. The word who has enriched us with all utterance and knowledge. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of the Lion of Judah. The spirit of the Creator. The scepter of the King of Kings. The hand of the Father. The breath of the Father that gives life into our spirit. The one who quickens us. And he has made his tabernacle within us. The promise of Jesus when he said, I will never leave you. I will always be with you even unto the end of time. The Lord in the midst of his people who dwells in the middle of us and in each of us and is mighty and does wondrous things. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with this gift of your word and your spirit and you make that word come alive through your spirit. That it becomes real, that it becomes flesh and dwells within our flesh within our spirit. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny help us. That in every area we fall short. Your hand is not short to redeem and to bless us. 
We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer. And you have given us that authority as well that you are teaching us in this current series every Friday. We thank you, Lord, and we bless your preacher in the name of Jesus as well for all the work that goes into that preparation to teach us who you are, to reveal more of your presence as you have revealed to him, and to bring us close to you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for your word says every elder in your ministry and in your church that carries your word is worthy of double honor. And we honor your preacher, your servant, Father. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection, we plead the blood of Jesus over every member of our family and of every family that is part, everyone that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. We cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. And we declare that blood, that bloodline drawn around each of us as our hedge, our barricade of protection in the spirit, that every force of wickedness that comes against it be judged by the fire of heaven. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and any spiritual attacks are declared divine exemption in the name of Jesus from all these attacks. And I command that angelic protection that you have made available to us, Father, to each of us by the angel of the Lord in the mighty and all-powerful unmatched name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. We declare it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we sent it. And we send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the gift of life in our tongue. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You who inspire our words in the Spirit. Thank you, Lord. And today we reflect on the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. My neighbor's car is more fancy. His house is bigger. His children are more beautiful, even his wife or even her husband. And one of the most common things you hear people say to their spouses, why can't you be like him or her? And this is the lie of the enemy. Intended to stir up ego and pride into retaliation. That where there is love, there might be division. There might be separation. It's one of the most common ways that Satan beguiles people into fornication, into cheating, into lies, into bitterness, anger, hatred, 
so that the door to all these spirits can be opened. Are we paying attention to such unlocking in small ways of such doors? And today we are just taking one of those. It all starts with a small comparison. A stirring up of that ego immediately happens then. And the key for us is to stay away from comparing. To be content with what you have with your God-given gift. We have reflected on our God-given gift a few days ago. And if we must strive, then we must strive lawfully. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 4 and 5 says, No man that goes to war entangles himself with the affairs of life. That is when you are battling. Remember in Ephesians 6, 11, it says we wrestle, meaning a present continuous tense. We are constantly wrestling, constantly battling. And here he says, Paul says to Timothy, no man that is involved in that battle would concern himself with the affairs of this life. And when you say that, it is not about your daily living, but it is about being too more involved with fleshly ways. Or the world that he may please him. Okay, so let me just read the verse again for continuity. No man that goes to war entangles himself with the affairs of this life. Or the world that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. So he doesn't involve himself with the affairs of this life or the world. Remember Romans 12 verse 2 says, do not conform to those ways. And verse 5 says, and if a man also strives for mastery, for perfection, yet he is not crowned except he strive lawfully. So if we are to achieve something, we do not go for any unlawful ways. More often than not, we tend to resort to some form of cheating to gain that gratification, to gain that salvation or to earn a little extra money somewhere. Today, I'd like to look at the impact of this attitude, this mindset might have. That mindset of comparison. The grass is always greener on the other side. And here are four potential habits to which the door might be opened that we should be aware of and stay far from. The first one, fornication, the most common one, one of the biggest ways to cut men away from God. And if people are spiritual, then their spiritual lives have been destroyed as well. There are stories of many pastors that started off their journey with God and then Satan introduced the woman. And vice versa, it's not just only men, it's also applicable to a woman. A classic example in the Bible is that of Samson, strongest man around. Many accolades to his name. Killed animals, he could even kill up to a thousand men at a time. And yet he was deceived and destroyed by fornication. I would not directly just say that he was destroyed because of a woman because then people tend to interpret it in a different way. 
it is not per se the woman but it is the thought of fornication with a woman who is not his wife is what brought him down his truth his 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 secret was revealed what are we giving away when we go into some kind of comparison when we are compromising on what god has kept for us to choose a fleshly way instead which is ungodly and not in accordance with his law david was highly anointed and also became a victim of similar ploy so you and i are not exempt we need to keep our eyes open and watch out for any such introductions into our thoughts in the smallest way where a suggestion comes look look there's no harm in looking we must keep them far we must renew our mind and tomorrow we will touch upon the topic of re- renewing our mind the bible says you have the mind of christ number 2 being used to living in pleasure an indulgent lifestyle and now this could be fine foods it could be all kinds of enjoyment and pleasure fornication again comes within this category but there are so many others alcohol any other kind of addictions any other obsessions including social media anything that keeps you deeply strongly rooted in the flesh and fleshly ways and completely engrossed in them immersed and involved in it that you have nothing to do with anything spiritual or it drags a person away from even having time to be spiritual what about busyness in our life anything that seeks to indulge the flesh more than is healthy will take you away from god pleasure seeking makes the spirit weak and makes the flesh stronger pleasure seeking makes the spirit weak and the flesh stronger now we know from galatians 5 verse 17 the flesh is constantly in a battle against the spirit which one are you feeding when you look at this kind of lifestyle you obviously know how the scales get tilted in this battle away from the spirit and towards the flesh and then that results in poor spiritual life no outcomes in prayer a high vulnerability to sin and we wonder what happened what changed why are my prayers not being answered that's a warning bell for us to check are we drifting away from the position that we were called to be in Ephesians 4 verse 27 says do not give place to the devil very clear and straight and when i read that verse i am reminded of the parable where of the story where jesus spoke of the demon cast out and the house swept clean and kept empty do not leave it empty do not leave place for the devil to enter not even in your passing thoughts because that's where it all starts and it starts with there's no harm in doing this or in looking there 
there is an old saying that I am reminded here again. If you give the camel an inch, he would take an L. Are we giving away that inch thinking, yeah, what's the harm? There's no problem here. The third one, the love of money and materialism. They earn more than me. So have everything and I don't have. There are some that think this way and then drop all morals just to earn more, just to get even. What price are you paying to be even? Just a perception to be seen to be even, actually. Especially those that are doing wrong and prospering. And Psalm 37 verse 2 says, do not fret, verse 1 and 2 actually, do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither, like green plants, they will soon die away. And then Jesus said in Matthew 16 verse 26, what shall it profit a man if he gains the world? but loses his soul. What price are you paying? What are you giving up? Do not let that deception of the love of money. Now, don't get me wrong. Money is not bad as such. But when it becomes an unhealthy love, an obsession, the love of money, which is the root cause of all evil, do not let that deception get you. And then the fourth one, chasing completeness outside of God. Many people go to cults, to false religions, to tarot card readers, any other kind of occult practices, clairvoyance. many other kind of spiritual healers. And last weekend, I had gone to one of the, the local markets, not uh, that was in, not in Brisbane, in Sunshine Coast, to one of the markets there, like the flea markets that are held on the weekend. And though it was one small market, there were at least such four or five such card readers or spiritual energy healers of that sort false religions and it shocked me that in that one small market which might have hardly had probably around 50 or 60 shops there were four or five of them of this kind and people choose not to go to Jesus but to go to them they were busy Many go to modern day life experts as well. There are different kinds of names given to all kinds of meditations. Which has nothing to do with your spiritual life. Which has no connection with God. Methods that are far from God and are rooted in the flesh. 
Now, God breathed life into Adam. And so our life comes from God. And Colossians 2 verse 9 and 10 then says, I'm looking at these verses now in conjunction with the fact that God breathed life into Adam. It says in Colossians 2 verse 9 and 10, In Christ, all the fullness of God lives in bodily form. He is the fullness of God. And then verse 10, And in Christ, we have been brought to fullness. He is the fullness of God and in him we have been brought to fullness. So nothing outside of him can complete us. What are we seeking to gain that completeness? Where are we going? Are we seeking something outside? Now we may prosper in the flesh through whatever we learn there. But not in the spirit. We shall still lack in the spirit. And if we didn't prosper in the spirit, then we didn't prosper at all. You will still end up down the path of sin and death, judgment, not salvation. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that discernment, for our eyes to be opened to the guiles of the enemy. So that when we look and there is a suggestion of the grass is always greener on the other side. Let our eyes be open to all of these things that might potentially be coming after that thought. To be aware, to be alert. Knowing that our enemy roams around like a roaring lion waiting, prowling. Waiting on whom to devour. Let our eyes be open to see that coming. And to take action in the spirit early. I ask for that edification, that discernment upon our lives, Lord. And the obedience to your will, the grace for that obedience to make that choice in favor of you. And against all other fleshly ways, all those advertisements that are put before us. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. As we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, for all families that are embattled, that are facing division and separation. We pray, Lord, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, ignorance of your word and your ways, of poverty and of busyness. Anything that cuts us away from you. Let these your people be freed from all those chains of bondage, Father. Free from that yoke. By your yoke-breaking anointing, the presence of your spirit upon our lives. Send forth your spirit, Lord. And we pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, I thank you that you have heard us and that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other, we believe that your mercy steps in. We believe that your infinite love covers us. And we believe that you will always honor your covenant as we have learned yesterday, Lord. When we come to you as children of Abraham, 
those that carry faith in their heart, his genetic DNA, his spiritual DNA that lives in us, that of faith that you will always honor. We thank you, Father. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yanda papa piya sarakana 
Mantos colabria tacosi alla rabbra sta paracaleresto te 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 Yanda <laughs> Ascalabria da Cosia la Rada, Maradele sta Boracante, Ainian Joros Cotodovaia da Rada, Anandele Resente de Shatacola Criana, Ambrostesiata, Hadidilian Jarata la Rada, Ian Jacaresca de Cate, Chest Cotodo de Lede de Diarada, Marracinto Stepa de Catesse de Zetelidia. Rakaste balara dalara darandan jaranto do kelere setiriada kiria bashazak. Sarakanda, Kada <laughs> Shatakulia stadada, Maro se prestate, 
Thank you, Jesus. The scripture that was placed on my heart this morning is from 2 Corinthians 4, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart. We have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word. But by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Romans chapter 8, verse 5, quoted from the NIV, where it says, those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, Brother Savio's spirit-filled reflections, he gets some very good revelations. Those are worth sharing. And if they are blessing you, as well as the Friday Bible study sessions and the daily rosary and divine mercy uh, prayer meetings, please share those gifts with others. Like we said yesterday as well, it's that one forward button that we press so many times for so many other messages. And yet here we know we are being blessed and hesitate to press the button. More often, they're not thinking, what will the other person think? Let them think what they have to think. You are the giver. You give. We have links for them to join on Zoom or on YouTube, as well as the recordings are stored on YouTube, on our Spotify channel, and links posted on Facebook as well. Give them the option to access whichever way works for them. The Lord works his ways in them after that. Thank you, Jesus. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful weekend ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone.